Hello everyone, thank you for tuning in to the Football Betting Podcast sponsored by Matchbook.com. I'm your host Tom Pipkin and I'm joined by my co-host Tom Walker. Welcome to the show guys, thanks for taking the time to tune in. We are as ever partnered on this podcast by our good friends at Matchbook. You can go to Matchbook.com and get all the best prices for your weekend accumulators. If you go on Matchbook on a Friday evening, Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon before the games kick off, you will likely find the best odds in comparison to any other bookmaker and sportsbook out there. Uh, we got a special offer for podcast listeners, so stay tuned. And at the end of the Premier League segment, we will reveal all. Okay, so yeah, uh, just touching briefly on last week, uh, bomb-proof travel-wise, mine, no teams lost, but only one won, so no winners there. We'll touch on it in more detail later. And yours, agonising, you know, two teams won, and then one team unexpectedly lost. Um, yeah, so you've got daggers pointing in the direction of Lee Johnson Sunderland, haven't you? Yeah, I have, yeah. Them and just Charlton as a whole. Uh, I, I cannot believe the game that let me down was a team that had had a 100% record at home against a managerless, underachieving struggler, basically, in Charlton. I cannot believe the the week that I backed Sunderland, they lose 1-0 at home. Unbelievable. Uh, they were the shortest price of the lot, I think, as well. So, yeah, and just to rub a bit more salt in your wound, uh, Charlton, coming into the game, not kept a clean sheet for 10 consecutive games either and they decided to keep one on Saturday. Right, you can you can stop there. You can stop there. I've heard enough. Let's start off with the Premier League. Yeah, so we're going to go through <laughs> the Premier League, the Championship, League 1 and League 2 as usual. We're going to pick out our betting highlights, give you all our tips and all of the prices that we'll read out to you on the show today. All of the markets will be taken from matchbook.com. The Premier League starts off on Saturday, 12.30 with Leicester against Arsenal. Um, Leicester priced at 2.54, Arsenal at 3.0 and the draw at 3.6. I don't know about you, but you've got two sides who have really improved their form in recent weeks. Leicester unbeaten in four, um, Arsenal unbeaten in eight. So, yeah, I can't call it on the nose, but I do think we may see some goals. Um, both teams to score, which is what I like the look of probably the most out of everything here. That is priced at 1.68, so it seems like everybody agrees with me, according to Matchbook. But, you know, we're looking at Leicester's results, goals everywhere. The last five games, 2-2, 4-2, 4-3, 2-1, 2-2. across all competitions. And again, Arsenal, last five, uh, 3-1, 0-0, 2-2, 3-1, 2-0. So generally... Plenty of goals for both of these sides when they're involved. Yeah, I'm on that bandwagon as well, Tom. One thing I'll add in is is over 2.5 goals is 1.82. Uh, five in a row for Leicester uh, over, over the threshold in all competitions. And then for Arsenal, uh, it's been two of their last... Uh, sorry, three of their last five. So... Trending the right way. And like you said, Tom, uh, both teams looking pretty sharp and entertaining at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, three o'clock. So we've got Burnley against Brentford to kick us off. 2.7 for Burnley to get the win. 2.94 for Brentford to get the win. And 3.3 for the draw. Now, I was looking at this game. Um, it's, it's an interesting one because this kind of poses a bit of a different test for Brentford um, in the Premier League because... For their games so far, they've generally played a lot of the football insides. You know, they've played Arsenal, Palace, Villa, Brighton, Liverpool, West Ham, Leicester, Chelsea. You know, a lot of teams who like to actually play a bit, get on the front foot. Um, So this Burnley side, who are renowned for kind of being more defensive, back foot football, hard to break down, going away to turf more, presents a bit of a different problem for them. do you reckon they can overcome said problem? Yes. Yeah, definitely. Uh, obviously, Brentford midweek, a uh, bit of a gruelling um, EFL Cup tie. That that We definitely have to take that into consideration. Uh, Burnley also you know, had that uh, loss against Tottenham, but a little bit more routine. Uh, Brentford had to go to Stoke and have a bit more of a battle on. 
Uh, I'm, I'm fancying Brentford. They are unbeaten from home all season. They've only conceded two on the road. And when I look at Burnley, I see Maxwell Cornet with, with three and four. Their next top scorer is James Tarkovsky, who has one in nine and is a centre-back. And then I look at um, I look at Brentford and you've got uh, Visa, Tony, Mbwemo. Uh, I mean, fair play. They're all on two goals, but at least the front line is kind of getting moving. Chris Wood, again, only has one goal uh, this season. So I just see Brentford scoring at least two and I don't see Burnley getting to at home to uh, to get the draw. Yep, fair enough. Okay. Um, Liverpool against Brighton then. 1.27 for Liverpool, as you'd expect. The favourites for this one heavily. 13.5 for Brighton and 7.0 for the draw. Um, um, yeah, I'm all aboard with Liverpool again. 1.27. Off the back of that 5-0 demolition, 18 consecutive games unbeaten. Looking really strong. Salah banging form, scored in, what, 10 consecutive games now, um, which is a club record. So, yeah, I think another win for this Liverpool side who are against the Brighton side who have fallen off a little bit. You know, no wins in the last four league games after their strong start to the season. Yeah, I'm totally with you, mate. And <coughs> Brighton as well, I, it depends how you want to look at it, Tom. Two defeats in the last six or no wins in their last four? Because uh, of their last four, they've drawn three and lost two. Uh, so, you know, we, we all like Brighton and what they're doing this season. But uh, I, th- I think this is next level test, really. For me, this is probably Liverpool are probably the best team in, in Europe at the moment for me. I'm, I'm a big Liverpool over City guy at the moment, uh, as much as I respect the levels of both. I think you're looking at... Uh, the best team in Europe for me. So, yeah, Liverpool are massive favourites and completely see why I, the price puts me off, unfortunately. I uh, don't think there's anything worth going for here. No. Um, okay. City against Palace then. 1.18 for City. They're even shorter than Liverpool. 21.0 for Palace and 9.0 for the draw. Uh, again, City to get a win here. Uh, I don't think they'll... Smash Palace, but you know they looked really good against Brighton last week. Yeah, and, and I think they can uh, get another com- another comfortable win. Part of me wants to tip up both teams to score, and then I remember that City have conceded four goals this season in in the uh, in the Premier League, <laughs> and it and it just puts me off. I mean, both teams to score, yes, is two point three, so we got over evens there. It's a tantalising price. Vieira has shown. I mean, he's returning to City. Uh, you know, maybe he'll uh, have a bit of extra incentive there, especially what happened when he went back to Arsenal. And, and who knows? Like, they've got very dangerous players. It, it only takes one. We know. I mean, it's weird, isn't it? City have got a great defensive record, and yet we know they're cap- capable of shipping the odd one. Um, so, yeah, I'm flirting with it. I can't quite decide if I want to go for it or not. Yeah, fair enough. So uh, potentially both teams to score, potentially combine the two Man City to win both teams to score, but certainly a, a steady City win uh, either way. Right, um, again, another big team towards the top of the league playing at three o'clock. Newcastle home to Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea the favourites away, as you'd expect. 1.41 for Chelsea, 10.0 for Newcastle and 5.2 for the draw. Uh, again, should be a routine win for Chelsea here. And we're getting a little bit of a better price now than the other two. We're getting there. <laughs> we're getting there, aren't we? <laughs> it's definitely not going to make us millionaires. Um, but yeah, for me, Chelsea here, uh, absolute demolition job, I think, um, on uh, on the cards here. Uh, Newcastle haven't won their last 10. No wins at home. Chelsea, unbeaten away from home. Coming off the back of a... I mean, the Carabao Cup, for sure. Penalty win over Southampton is important. But previously before that, 4-0 against Malmo, 7-0 against Norwich. Before that Southampton game, Tom, where they conceded uh, in regular time, uh, it was three games in a row where they kept clean sheet as well. So uh, they're purring, aren't they? Under the radar purring, I think. As much as a team can win 7-0 and be under the radar. 
Yeah, without Lukaku as well. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to boost it a little bit, I'm looking down the way of uh, Chelsea to win both teams to score. No, 2.3 is the price for that one. Yeah, I like that a lot. Newcastle, toothless. Watford, Southampton then is the final three o'clock. 3.3 for Watford, Southampton a 2.4 and 3.5 for the draw. This is one of those where you look at it and on the face of it, I, I don't agree outright with the way the odds have fallen for this game. You know, Southampton, the away side at 2.4. Watford off the back of that 5-2 against Everton at home, 3.3. Uh, doesn't seem quite right to me. Whether Watford actually will win the game, I don't feel quite confident enough to tip them up to do so, but I certainly don't think they'll lose it. I mean, I, I look at this and I just want to skip, to be honest with you, because this is just really unpredictable. I can see all three outcomes. I can see both teams to score. Yes, both teams to score. No, nil-nil, uh, four-four. Like I, I have no idea <laughs> what's gonna what's gonna happen here. I think part of that is, I think two thirds of that reasoning is down to Watford, new manager. Obviously, they come in off the back of a yeah. great win, but previously before that and I know it's harsh to judge uh, you know only just walk through the building best team in Europe I just called Liverpool obviously they lost uh, heavily there I just I can't quite put my finger on them and I think I need a couple more weeks before I'm going to start trusting Watford in in these kind of knife edge games yeah yeah I'd agree uh, we'll move to the final game then for Saturday and it's a big one at least in terms of the managerial positions uh, mm-hmm. Tottenham at home to Manchester United or El Sakio or El Sakiko, I've seen it called online with uh, with Nuno and uh, Oli under immense pressure at both clubs. There's one thing, you know, with the stakes involved for the managers, both teams not exactly in glowing form. I don't want to go for anything on the outright personally. I do think we'll be we'll have goals. One point six six for both teams to score. Uh, Manchester United. 10 consecutive games without a clean sheet. Tottenham, they've only kept one clean sheet in the last 11 games. So both teams cannot keep clean sheets for anything really at the moment. And the last five consecutive games between the two sides have also been both teams to score. So typically it's a fixture with goals and also we have two sides who currently can't keep about the back of the net. So yeah, I think we'll see plenty of goals. You know, Ollie's said in his press conferences already that he's looking for a response after that 5-0 defeat to Liverpool last weekend. So, you know, a response isn't going to be a a, a 0-0 or grind out 1-0 win here, is it? They're going to want to put on a bit of a something-something here. Yeah, they are. And it's a classic case, isn't it? Uh, Who knows what's going to happen? Um, Are we going to see the same scenario when Ollie's on the ropes and everyone's waiting for him to be sacked, and then he he pulls off a result which which he's done before, you know. Uh, even even the uh, Atalanta game, not even that long ago, Villarreal, you know, they've shown that they they can go behind, and when the pressure is really on, they they can turn it around and kind of fight for Ollie and you know get the win. I I would side with Tottenham. I. I don't. I just don't like backing a team in crisis, and I think United's crisis is deeper than Tottenham's. Tottenham are in sixth, and honestly, I would Tottenham take sixth right now if you offered it. Possibly, United in seventh, absolutely not. Uh, I if you're a Tottenham fan, I'd love to know. T underscore FB podcast on Twitter. Uh, I think Tottenham have less jeopardy on this game, which is why I would back them if I had to. I think your goals bet, Tom, is probably the safer way to go. But I am leaning towards Tottenham in the same way uh, that I'm leaning towards the Man City Palace, both teams to score. Just can't yeah. quite make my mind up, but I think it's where I'm going to go. Yeah, well, good odds, you know, over 2-1 to one for Spurs outright. Moving on to Sunday then, Norwich against Leeds kicks us off. 3.6 for Norwich, the home side. 2.16 for Leeds and 3.65 for the draw. Uh, yeah, here we are. Nine games in. Norwich still bottom of the league without a win. Two points to their name. 
uh, five points off safety already. That'll increase if uh, if Leeds win that because Leeds are the team that are five points above them. Uh, do you fancy Norwich to get anything from this game? Or I feel like I can't trust Norwich because they've shown us nothing whatsoever so far this season. And I can't trust Leeds at all either. That's how disappointing Leeds have been. I can't trust them against Norwich. Yeah, I know. I'm looking at Norwich. And they have, do you know they've gone five games in a row without scoring, including a Carabao Cup game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's bad. It's, it's horrendous. It's absolutely horrendous. You've got absolutely no hope. No hope at all. Uh, and then Leeds, uh, again, kind of like Watford, I just can't make my mind up with Leeds. Like sometimes I watch them and I think, you don't look that bad. Everything's going to be okay. And then sometimes I watch them and I think, bloody hell, what's going on here? Yeah. Like, why do they look so bad? I just can't quite make my mind up. I mean, they haven't they haven't won on the road either. Uh, they've only won one game this season. That was at Ellen Road. Their away record is played for, drew two, lost two, only scored three. So that is a worry as well. Uh, for me, I, I'm with you, Tom, and it is a, a sign of how bad Leeds have been. Can't trust them against a team that hasn't scored in five games. Okay, Villa West Ham then. Uh, that's the next game, the final game for Sunday. 2.94 for Villa, the home side. 2.52 for West Ham. And 3.6 for the draw. Um, do you fancy either of these two? Yeah, West Ham. Premier League better the weekend for me. Good uh, price, isn't it, for West Ham? Good yeah, price. great price. And they're just not, I mean, they're just not showing any signs of slowing down. And every single obstacle that they get put in front of them they sweep it away it seems they've been absolutely outstanding in the uh, Europa League outstanding they've been great in the Premier League they've just knocked out Man City in the Carabao Cup I I mean they've won five of nine unbeaten in seven of nine they've been great on the road Tom they've actually they're unbeaten they've won three of four and drew the other one. They've only conceded three on the road. It's actually at home where their record is a is a little, a little more off. Uh, ten points yielded on the road in four games. Seven points yielded at home after five games. And then Villa, some just doesn't look the same. I can't quite figure out what it is with Villa, but they just they they seem to be lacking defensive solidity. And they seem to be less dangerous this year. Obviously, they've lost Grealish. I'm assuming that's the the less danger. And I think they've been playing three at the back, like a three-five-two. I just I can't really make my mind up what's different this year, but it's not the same Villa. And uh, I think yeah. West Ham will get a good win. As I said, Premier League better the weekend for me. Yeah, I like it. I. Quite like as well, um, rather than just West Ham on the nose, a little bit more safely, potentially, with this one. Uh, West Ham to score over 1.5 goals. So two goals on more for West Ham and it's a winner. Uh, the price is a little bit less than West Ham on the nose. It's 2.2. Um, but yeah, I'm just looking at Villa being pretty leaky in recent weeks, as we spoke about. Conceding two against uh, Spurs, three against Chelsea, three against Wolves, three against Arsenal. Yeah, and this is a West Ham side that can punish that leaky defence. So there's a little bit in my brain that thinks this could be like a two-all or something like that. So that's why yeah. I'm erring potentially on this this side of caution a little bit. Sure. <clears throat> totally get it. The West Ham run will end at some stage and, and Villa will turn it around. So could possibly be this weekend. Um, okay, Monday night football then. Uh, Wolves against Everton, 2.26 for Wolves. 3.35 for the draw and 3.6 for Everton. Uh, I'm inclined to go for Wolves here, 2.26. Um, we mentioned on the podcast last week, they're away at Leeds, uh, I believe, off the top of my head. Conceded late on, I think a Rodrigo penalty was it in the 90-odd minute. Uh, saved Leeds a point. But yeah, Wolves are looking decent. Three wins out of the last four games. You know, they're scoring plenty of goals. I think their confidence is well and truly up. Everton, as we've already mentioned, got panned late on in the the Watford game, uh, shipping a few late goals to eventually lose 5-2. They look lost without a focal point striker like Calvert-Lewin. Yeah, just one win in the last six games across all competitions, and that was against Norwich. So, 
yeah, not good for Everton right now. And I think Wolves can capitalise on that. Yeah, I, I'm less confident in that. Uh, I'm actually going to tip up under 2.5 goals. It's 1.89 with our uh, good friends at Matchbook. And yeah, I just I have a look at these teams in terms of goal scoring and I'm a little bit concerned. Wolves at 9 in 9. Everton 15 in nine. However, a lot of those came uh, at the kind of uh, start of the season. Can you remember when Townsend and Gray were were just going absolutely mad? Um, previous, uh, recently, it's not been the same. Uh, Wolves, Huang looks a good player, but in terms of Huang, who's got four in six, <laughs> their next top scorer is Roman Sice uh, with one in nine. And I'm just really worried, to be honest with you, Tom, about Wolves consistently putting the ball in the back of the net. I don't see them scoring more than one, and I don't really see Everton scoring more than one. And you know, they, in terms of goal scoring, they put two past Norwich. Okay, that's fine. Uh, they didn't put any past Villa. One against United. Okay, that's fine. None against West Ham. Two against Watford. It, that doesn't really strike me with confidence in the last couple of games. And um, I think this is going to be a fine margin game. Two teams I can't really split. And uh, yeah, I'm going to tip up unders for this one. Okay, fair enough. And that then wraps up our tips for the Premier League. Let's talk briefly about our sponsors at Matchbook. Yeah, so now, Tom, it is a great time to focus on that offer that I alluded to at the start of the show. So if you enter the bonus code TFB podcast, as in the football betting podcast, TFB podcast, uh, there's a 15 quid welcome offer, uh, money back as cash if your first bet loses. It is for new customers only. Uh, If you sign up and deposit at least 25 quid, you place your first bet and if it loses, you get the refund back um, of your stake in cash. Uh, It's for over-18s only, just like the rest of the uh, show in general. T's and C's apply, and we will remind you over and over to gamble aware. And we'll also remind you that if you are comfortable in gambling with us and Matchbook, to check out their website at www.matchbook.com. It consistently gives you the best prices week in, week out if you don't believe us check odds checker for yourself and you will not be disappointed on to the championship then tom uh i'll be honest with you had a little gander at this earlier when i was doing my research i i I got pretty scared pretty quick (laughs) there's not an awful lot out there really is there um a couple of things that i have i'll i'll kick us off then with one that I like the look of. Is it an outsider? Nah, maybe. Not, not really in my head, but 2.58 are the odds for Coventry to win away at Hull. Now, this is a Hull side who are really struggling upon their return to the Championship. They've won one game in the last 13 Championship games, losing nine of those 13. Uh, they've lost the last three in a row at home. Uh, they've lost four of their seven games so far this season. And I think Coventry, in fourth, can take advantage. They've not been firing on all cylinders. I absolutely take that into consideration. Coventry are not at their best at the moment. But Coventry's half-best should be enough right now to beat this poor Hall side. And 2.58 could be a steal. Full of rubbish. That's my analysis. <laughs> That's my analysis. I don't think Coventry an <coughs> outsider at all. I fully expect them to get that win. Uh, Hull are absolutely crap. Done done with them. Uh, Next tip for me, I'm heading off to Wales. I'm tipping Swansea up at 1.73. They're at home to Peterborough. Uh, I was having a look at the uh, form guide and all that stuff. Uh, Peterborough away from home. Up until beating Hull away, and you just heard what I think about this Hull team, they'd lost six of six on the road. Now they've won one and lost six. I'm I'm not interested. Uh, I'm also not interested in the fact that they turned uh, QPR over in their last league fixture 2-1. 
And I'm not interested that Swansea lost against Birmingham. I think everything resets back to normal for me here. Uh, Joel Piro looks like a, a really inspired sign-in from Dutch football. Seven goals in 13 games up front for Swansea. And Jamie Patterson averaging over a goal every three games. Uh, five point, uh, sorry, five goals in 14 matches. And Michael Oberfemi uh, got on the score sheet in that defeat to Birmingham. He's going to be a key player for them moving forward. And yeah, it just looks like Peterborough don't fancy it on the road for whatever reason. Um, they've conceded 19 goals um, on the road, Tom. They've only conceded 27 in the entirety of the season so far. So uh, that's pretty alarming for me, and I'm happy to back Swansea. You know, like, you make a good case, stats all add up and completely agree with you. I feel like since listening to Darren McAntony on the Hard Truth podcast, I can't go against Peterborough anymore. He's so convincing that that he thinks they're fantastic, as he would, because he, he owns the bloody team and he does all the recruitment. But, yeah, I just think they've won two in a row now. I don't, I don't dare go against them because Darren's so convincing. Bloody hell, you're under his spell. Yeah, I'm under the spell. It is a crack, by the way, like, no affiliation at all, of course, but it is a cracking pod if you fancy listening yeah. to it. It's very, yeah. uh, it's very intense. I, I feel like. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but, but it is, but it is really good. Yeah, great insight into the uh, inner workings of a football club. Mm-hmm. I think at a high level as well, champ level. Yeah, mm, yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so that's enough blowing the trumpets with the podcast. Let's concentrate uh-huh. on on our own. Uh, you've got to look at Bournemouth, haven't you? Second best start in Championship history. Um, they have played 14, won 10, drawn 4, lost none. So they're on 34 points. They're already uh, six points within the automatic promotion spots. So creating a nice little buffer for themselves early on. And... Yeah, you just can't bet against them the form they're in, can you? Uh, 1.8 to get a win away at Reading. This is a Reading side who kind of seem to blow a bit hot and cold. They've won two of the last five. Um, generally, don't perform well against Bournemouth head-to-head. They've not kept a clean sheet against Bournemouth for seven consecutive games. Uh, so, yeah, I think I think Bournemouth should get another win here. Yeah, totally agree. Just to tack on to that, um, Bournemouth have only conceded one goal in uh, seven away games so far this season. And uh, that was in their first away game to uh, to Nottingham Forest. So big up Forest ourselves for being the only team to score uh, against Bournemouth. That was in the dark days as well, wasn't it? Under, uh, it was, and... yeah, under the dinosaur, yeah. <laughs> the dinosaur, bloody hell. Um, <laughs> love it. Uh, Tom, you are going to want to go to the bathroom or go and make a sandwich or whatever because I know you're going to completely disagree with this tip. Uh, I put out a little uh, a little teaser. I, I'd, I'd, call, <laughs> I'd call it a little meme, I think. Uh, a little, little t- tongue-in-cheek Twitter post alluding to this. I'm going to back Bristol City. At home against Barnsley. Ooh. So for context, uh, Bristol City haven't won at home in 17 games, which stretches back to something silly like February, March. Uh, 14 of them have been under <clears throat> Nigel Pearson, their current manager. In their last game, this is when I started to think there was a curse. Uh, they were up, I think, 1-0 with 60 seconds to go. Somehow they managed to lose 2-1 to Nottingham Forest. Lyle Taylor bagging two in genuinely about 10 seconds. Uh, It was absolutely incredible. I'm sure you've seen the scenes from the Forest fans online. So why on earth would I be back in the Robins uh, at home? Just for context as well, they're 2.4, so they're a really good price. And that's because they're playing Barnsley, who I am seriously seriously doubting have the capabilities to stay in this league. I think they need a managerial change immediately um, because they get they, they run the risk of getting cut adrift, Tom. They mm. are down there with Derby. 
Uh, they are second bottom, eight points, one win in 14 games. And as bad as this Bristol City record is, they are showing the occasional sign. They were very passive in that uh, defeat against West Brom. I think that was a game when West Brom just kind of went for it and had had things like Robert Snodgrass in centre me. I think they just threw the kitchen sink at him and it, and it worked. But I've seen enough from, from Bristol City. I, Despite this terrible, terrible form, I've seen more from them than I think I would see in Barnsley if I watched them in this guise for the rest of the season. Barnsley looked awfully, awfully short. And away from home as well, you want to talk about records and everything. Barnsley, zero wins in seven games on the road, only scored four. This is the weekend that Bristol City break this home record hoodoo. Records are there to be broken. Nothing goes on forever. If you're at a roulette table and it's red, 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 it will turn black. So you either swim with the tide or against the tide. And I'm betting that the roulette table is going to turn for Bristol City this weekend. Nice, nice analogy there. Um, yeah, you know what? I I can't disagree with you. I would be on board with Bristol City this Bristol City this weekend. Um, it's a perfect opponent, isn't it? Like you've discussed already to uh, to end the little hoodoo at home. Really is. Uh, one more though from me. I think in the champ. It's a really good price, actually. Uh, Blackpool on the double chance. They're away at Sheffield United. So Blackpool recently promoted from League One, doing fantastic in their first season back in the champ. They're in 11th. Sheffield United struggling after being relegated. They're in 14th. Um, Yeah, 2.3 for Blackpool to get a a draw or a victory at Bramall Lane. This is a side who have won five of the last seven games. Uh, they've beaten teams like Middlesbrough. They beat Fulham earlier on in the season. They beat the, they won their derby against Preston last weekend, uh, beating Reading before that as well, scoring three past them. And they're going away to a Sheffield United side who are in very, very inconsistent form. Uh, kind of the definition of win one, lose one at Sheffield United. They've won three and lost three of the last six games. I think if anyone's looking at the odds and you see Sheffield United at 1.62 at home this weekend and thinks it's a good bet, I think you're absolutely bonkers. Stay well away. Blackpool double chance here all day. Yeah, I'm I'm massively into that. Uh, I do think that it will turn around. Uh, Sheffield United, I think they're going to be at least in the top 10 uh, this season. But yeah, in terms of this weekend, I'm a huge Blackpool guy, big fan of theirs, so... Yeah, I'm all all aboard, Tom. Uh, any more for you for Champ, or shall I look at League One? Uh, no, League One, I think. Okay. Uh, I don't have many for League One, actually, so I'll, I'll kick us off with what little I have. <laughs> Good, because I also think League One is an absolute pig this weekend. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, Oxford look a good bet to me. 1.56 to win at home against Morecambe. Oxford up in sixth now in the league. And Morecambe, after their strong start, they've really struggled. Um, they're down in 18th, just two points away from the relegation zone now. They go away to an Oxford side who uh, they've won four of the last five in the league, losing just to Plymouth. So, you know, the way things are panning out, not too much disgrace losing to Plymouth. Uh, they're full of goals at the moment. They scored at least two goals in each of those four wins that I've just spoken about. And Morecambe have lost... They've lost four of their last five games and it's the manner that they're leaking goals and the teams they're leaking goals against, really. Conceded four away at Wickham. That's, you know, we'll take that. Wickham are a good side. Uh, They've conceded three against Burton Albion, three against Cheltenham more recently. So I think, yeah, this Morecambe side's really starting to struggle now and they're going against a team who are bang up in form and uh, this could get messy for Morecambe this weekend. Yeah, yeah, I agree, mate. I really do. Honestly, um, I was hoping that you didn't take that one because <laughs> this this really feels like we're shortchanging. Um, we're really shortchanging um, League One fans, but I think there's only one more kind of outstanding tip, and, and it's Wigan. They're at home to Burton Albion. They're priced at 1.79, so under evens. And yeah, I mean, 
they're playing Burton, who have crept up to eighth. I didn't quite realise uh, until I was doing my research and I noticed that they uh, had kind of projected themselves up there. Uh, did you have any idea, Tom, that they were eighth, like without looking at the league table? I wouldn't have said they're eighth. I'd have said they're kind of... I would have said top half if you'd have said to me yeah, top, top half. half but I feel like top half is, you know, 12th yeah. and above. And that, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Eighth just seems very lofty to me. I don't know why. Yeah. No, you're on the fringe of the playoffs. And yeah, I didn't think they're quite that. Yeah, that's true. Quite that well. Yeah. yeah. I just think, um, you know, I admire what Burton are doing. I admire what Cash in the Bank is doing now. Him and Burton seem like a match made in heaven. But the front three. The Will Keane, Charlie White, whoever plays James McLean, Callum Lang, three, is absolutely insane. Like, James McLean is rolling back the years. Like, he... I didn't I didn't know what kind of level he was at. He, he kind of got lost in, in the wilderness at Stoke and just kind of never really caught my eye and hasn't for a while. But he looks a cut above. He looks championship level for sure. Um, and he's absolutely ripping it up. And then, you know, Burton, I mean, they've got some good players. They're a threat from set pieces, right? Connor Shaughnessy in particular has already got two goals this season. He is their third top goal scorer. Uh, he's only one behind their highest scoring striker, I think. Uh, club legend Lucas Aikens, who knows where he's playing at the moment. But yeah, uh, you know, I I admire Burton. I I like what they're doing. They're they're a sticky team, but for me, Wigan uh, are a cut above. And if those three click, you should 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 get a comfortable home win. Yeah. Okay, I agree, uh, and that's yeah, that's pretty much all there is, isn't there, <laughs> for League One? Honestly, I uh, I had to look at everything, uh, unders, overs, both teams to scores. Uh, Teams to score one goal, and I just can't find anything worth value. There's some cracking <clears throat> games. Rotherham Sunderland, Portsmouth Bolton is really interesting. Uh, Plymouth Ipswich, uh, Fleetwood Wickham. There, there are so many good games, but I'm, I'm just not convinced. It's if this is an entertainment pod, we could go on for like an hour and talk about how exciting this weekend's going to be, but it's not. It's a football betting podcast and there's nothing to tip. It's a football betting nightmare. <laughs> exactly that. Yeah. Right. Um I don't want to say rinse and repeat for for League Two, but it's all it's almost as bad in my eyes. It's, I don't know about yours. Well, to be honest with you, uh, remember my three rules, right, for League Two. I was gonna say, let's see if I can remember them. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, number one is Forest Green. Yeah. So we look down for Forest Green. Uh, they're 2.72 away at Bradford. So on paper, not probably not the easiest fixture. You know, Bradford having a bit of a disappointing season in terms of where they are now in 11th compared to pre-season expectations. But yeah, it's not one you could confidently put money on Forest Green on, I don't think, unless no. you disagree. No, totally agree. That's rule number one. Um. And I'm struggling with rules two and three. Rules <clears throat> two. Who was Scunthorpe? Who was Scunthorpe playing? Was that one? Yeah. And then it's also ironically who are Colchester playing? And they're playing each other. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't even look at the two teams who I think are the worst in the league and go against them because they're bloody playing each other. So yeah, League Two is a little bit tight. However, I do have a couple. That I like look off, if you don't mind me taking the floor for uh, for one of them. Starting off, I am going to back uh, Northampton. It's been a while since I've backed Northampton, but they are steadily putting together a nice little bit of form under John Brady. Uh, they've won their last three, which is definitely nice. And like I said, Carlisle got rid of Chris Beach, brought in Keith Millen, uh, who was recently managing uh, in Sweden with... Or greet. Uh, that's probably a horrendous announce, uh, pronunciation. Some lad from Nottingham, from some lad from Nottingham, bringing out his best Swedish. Uh, not great, but yeah, that's the new gaffer. He, I think he's going to be in the dugout. 
this weekend, but I think he's only just arrived as in today, Thursday. Uh, so I don't know how much he'll be able to oversee proceedings. Of course, regular listeners to the pod will know I got stung by this last weekend with Sunderland. Nigel Adkins left, Johnny Jackson came in. So I am going into this kind of a little bit nervously, to be honest with you. But in terms of Northampton, Tom, I just think they've got a lot of ways where they can hurt you. Um, And it's not the ways that you would think. Their defenders are actually outscoring their strikers at the moment. Uh, The defenders and midfielders, sorry, are outscoring the strikers. It's been a real team collective effort. Um, That, to me, is something I like to see. Sure, everyone loves a 20-goal season striker. But I like teams that can hurt you in many ways. And yeah, I'm not sure how much time Millen will have with his players, but they haven't won in the last five. Um, and in terms of kind of going on the road, it's just one win in seven. So not looking good. Northampton are priced at 1.86. Okay, yeah, cool. Definitely like that one. I uh, had that on myself. Just a little note, if you are putting it in an accumulator, this is a two o'clock kickoff, not a three o'clock. It's Ooh. yeah, random, random two o'clocker. Well, thanks for catching that. I did not see that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I only noticed because I was going to read it out myself. What else we got? Right, so I have got uh, Tranmere away at Mansfield. Mansfield really struggling uh, in the league. No wins in 14 consecutive games now. It's seen them plummet into the relegation zone. Uh, yeah, they're only they're only off the bottom of the league on goal difference ahead of Scunthorpe. So yeah, they've had a really, really, really poor campaign so far. Just two wins from their 14 matches. So that 14 without a win is across all competitions. And Tranmere, I think, uh, pretty good value. 2.72 to get a win away at this struggling side. Tranmere themselves, they've conceded just four goals away from home uh, all season. So you've got a very good defensive away record um, and generally just won three out of the last five. So they're in good form. You know, they're, this is a team in ninth on the fringe of the playoffs. If they get a win, they could potentially go all the way into the automatic promotion places if things got the, went their way. Um, I'm just in that kind of zone where I feel like you could probably back pretty much any of the top nine, ten teams in the league against Mansfield and they'll probably win right now because Mansfield are that bad. Agreed. I'm, I'm more on board with you because of how bad Mansfield are. I've got a couple yeah. of doubts over Tranmere. Um, just from the the snippets that I've seen and uh, a couple of underlying numbers and stuff like that. I'm not 100% sure uh, I am all in on the Tranmere train, but I am definitely in on the Mansfield or a very bad side train. <laughs> so you, those two even out quite nicely, I think. Uh, anything else you like? It's hard, isn't it? It really, mm. really is hard. Um, something that is a little bit of a stab in the dark, I suppose. Uh, it's it's one of those, Tom, where I'm back in a team that hasn't been great recently in the hope that this is the weekend that they turn it round. And when I say they haven't been great, Harrogate are in fifth. They, they have been great. But what I'm trying to say is they haven't won their last three. Uh, that includes a loss against Colchester. They stung me. I had them on a treble. Uh, a draw against Tranmere, decent. And a loss away at Hartlepool. Hartlepool are proving that they uh, pack a punch, especially at home. And they're, they're playing against a Bristol Rovers side that also have only won one in five, not one in their last four. And it just feels like two teams not great at the moment but I'm definitely siding with Harrogate, I think they're the better side I think they've got higher levels and a higher ceiling to reach I think Bristol Rovers are in a bit of a mess, on and off the field Barton's been spouting his mouth again, I I start to wonder we're not in the dressing room, right? we're not around the club he could be absolutely amazing behind closed doors, but if he is anything like he is in the media and stuff to his players I wouldn't want to play for him. Uh, he no, would drive me up the wall. It wouldn't make me want to, you know, chase down that 60-yard ball or take that ball in the face 
you know what I mean, or block something on the goal. Like it, it wouldn't get me up for it, to be honest with you. It's not my style. Uh, and also, Tom, uh, Harrogate unbeaten at home so far this yep. season. Didn't know if you knew that, but they have drawn four and won three of seven games uh, at home. Mm. Bristol Rovers won just one out of the seven. So I was definitely siding towards Harrogate anyway. And then when I saw that they were unbeaten at home, it pretty much rubber stamped it for me, to be honest. Yeah, fair enough. I, I like that. I like that pick. Uh, I think it's a good one to end on, unless you've got any more. No, I got any. no, no, no. <laughs> nothing more. Nothing more. So now what we'll do is we'll recap last week's Bombproof Trebles in a bit more detail, and we will bring you this week's. Okay, so uh, my Bombproof Treble... Unfortunately, yeah, wasn't a winner as we spoke about uh, Crystal Palace in the Premier League. And because Benteke can't hit a barn door, they only drew one all. I also had Plymouth in League One. They unfortunately just drew one all against Morecambe. And finally in League Two, I had Exeter at home to Mansfield and they did win 2-1. Yeah, and for mine, obviously, uh, we spoke about the, the heartache at the top of the show. I had Wickham, Tom, and this would have been a great way to win the treble, wouldn't it? 90 plus minutes gone, second home game in a row. Adams Park absolutely erupting to win 2-1. I had Wigan, they were a bit more comfortable. 2-0 routine away at Wimbledon. And yeah, Sunderland, 100% record at home, gone. Unbeaten at home, gone. Charlton, rock up there, out of nowhere, under Johnny Jackson. Win 1-0 to cost my treble. Yeah, well, hopefully this is now the start of a streaky Lee losing streak Ooh. to serve him right. Oh, yeah, I like it. Uh, yeah. Okay, so now we're going to read out our trebles for the weekend. Uh, so, as ever with the show, over 18s only, of course. And again, please gamble responsibly. Uh, me and Tom are going to read out what we think is going to win. It doesn't necessarily mean that they are absolutely dead certs or we have any insider info or anything like that. It's just what we fancy. And we'll be putting £10 stakes on these. Please only bet what you can afford to lose. We really, really want to hammer that story home. Tom, I'll let you go first. Who are you going to back this weekend? Uh, I'm glad you've let me go first because I've been struggling otherwise. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Go on. Uh, Okay. So going to start in the Prem. This is the 5.30 Premier League. Spurs against Man United. Both teams to score at 1.66. Then dropping into the champ. I've gone for Blackpool on the double chance away at Sheffield United. 2.3 are the odds for that. And then finally in League One, Oxford at home to Morecambe. 1.56. £10 example stake will return 59.56 back. I love it. I love it, mate. Uh, And do you know what? You're going to be surprised. I haven't got a single one of those. Oh, I'm really surprised you've not got Oxford. Mm, I I do like the look of them for sure, but I, I just had three that I wanted to back instead. Go on then. Yeah, excited to hear these three. All right, Tom. So I'm going to do this in reverse order. I'm going to start mm. in League Two. I'm going to go for Harrogate Town at home to Bristol Rovers. I'm also going to go for Northampton Town at home to Carlisle United. And... Drum roll, please. I am going to go for Bristol City at home to Barnsley. £10 on is going to pay 84-82. I'm back in the team, winless at home in 17 matches. (laughs) Barnsley are in free fall. They're in free fall. And yeah, Bristol City can definitely capitalise. Definitely. definitely. Exactly. It's hard. Uh, Not everyone's going to like it. I completely get it. But again... Remember the roulette table, it has to turn at some stage and this mm. has to be the fixture where it turns. Because even though Derby are bottom, Derby are miles better than Barnsley. Miles. Yeah. So this is the easiest game in the league for Bristol City. It does mean the onus will be on them. So that I wonder about the pressure a little bit because obviously Barnsley are more than happy to get a point probably. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm back in Bristol City. I think they'll have enough. So... Ooh. Uh, with that being said, Tom, uh, let's talk about fantasy football, the worst game in the world. 
Yeah, basically Captain Salah and win. That seems to be the uh, general gist of it, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, I went down again. I, I'm not even hiding it anymore. I, I've done a, a job on recent pods to try and not read out my position. So I'm 250th out of 259. Bloody hell. I'm having an absolute stinker, to be honest with yeah, you. Well, and I'm, 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 I'm completely sick of it. Sick of it. I'm 201st, so I can hardly say anything. <laughs> yeah, you're hard. I mean, yeah. I'm trying to claw on some positives, but there aren't any, are there, for us? No. Uh, let's just blast through and read out the top please, 10, shall Please we? do. Uh, Tom Arnold, Stein Christiansen, Philip Duna, Oliver Hogburn, Peter O'Hagan, Joe Burrows, David Brown, Brian Grant, Vincent Rayner, and uh, we have a new leader, David Doherty, with Gangsters, Allardyce, top of the league, 660 points, a massive haul, 115 points he got this week, uh, which has taken him to the top. Captain Salah for 48 points, Mason Mount, 24 points, Phil Foden, 18 points. Jesus, that's a lot of points. I'm not even, I'm not even joking, that's almost, almost half my tally for the season. (laughs) (laughs) That's so bad. I know, it's awful, but it is what it is. Got to call a spade a spade. I'm not, not very good at this game. But if you are good at this game, you can win a £20 free bet. Uh, the league is still open for new teams to join. You just need the league code and you need a current fantasy uh, Premier League team with the official Premier League app. So you can send us a message on Twitter to get the code. T underscore FB podcast is the best place to do that. And if you have enjoyed the show, we'd really appreciate any ratings or reviews that you can give us wherever you listen to your pods. Uh, yeah, and that is it. Please do check out matchbook.com as ever. Use our sign-up code TFBpodcast to help support the pod as well. Get your £15 free cash back. Yeah, and I think that's pretty much it, Tom. I want to thank uh, old listeners and new listeners. Uh, have yourself a great and safe weekend. I'm profitable, of course. I'm profitable. (laughs) Thanks, guys. See you next week.